Blog Talk Radio. Until your heart stops kick drum beating When it's hard times, when it's long days And the enemy is right up in your face When your back's against the ropes And you're feeling all alone Keep fighting the good Champion as well. 
to Melissa Young, a former Miss Wisconsin, who is fighting to stay alive each waking day with an incurable disease of her heart. To my friend Ray and his family, who are enduring Alzheimer's with his mother, Rosa, just like I, unfortunately, had my mother pass from. My friend Liz and her family, for enduring the loss of her niece, Diction, and being able to find the strength to cope with this unfortunate loss. And lastly, to the families of those who unfortunately lost their lives to police officers, I extend my prayers to them. Let's hope they can hear from this tragedy. Let's remember that not all police officers are bad, folks, just some that make bad choices. I hope we can become trustworthy of the police again and hope to help us heal and keep us safe again. So I'd also like to thank all of you, my listeners, for joining me today. If you would like to call into the show, feel free to do so and just dial 516 area code 418-5979. That's once again, 516-418-5979. I have been out for the past three weeks for, or a month due to my injury, but I'm glad to be back with all of you once again. Uh, we hope that, my, that this show will be great for you today. As, again, I've said, the uh, topic is emotional eating. Um, we're going to talk about the definition of emotional eating. How does it impact and sabotage you when you're trying to lose weight? along with giving all of you 10 tips to prevent emotional eating from happening to you today, which is derived from the Mayo Clinic. Just to remind you that this and all my broadcasts can be heard on the replay at iTunes. So feel free to go there. I have my other previous episodes on iTunes. Um, Let me ask you this question. Have you ever eaten food excessively while experiencing financial stress? work stress, relationship conflict, a loss of a loved one, being angry or sad? If you've answered yes to this question, then you've experienced what we call, or experts call, emotional eating. It's called the mood versus food phenomenon. Emotional eating can sabotage your weight loss efforts to get control of your eating habits. The strongest food cravings can hit us when we're emotionally vulnerable or are at our weakest point. Food itself becomes a strong distraction and vehicle to receive comfort for what we're enduring consciously or unconsciously. Emotional eating can be defined as the following, and this is what Mayo Clinic says. It's a way to suppress or soothe negative emotions that one may endure, such as Life stress, anger, fear, boredom, major life events trigger negative emotions that lead us to this process we know as emotional eating, which disrupts our individual weight loss goals. So if you're looking to um, do something like this, this happens to a lot of us. It's happened to myself. Um, To tell you a little bit more about my story about that, um, back in April 26, 2011, I unfortunately had uh, needed and required two stents in my heart because of my bad eating habits over time. Um, and since then, I've learned what I've been doing. I had to identify certain behavior patterns that were affecting me and increasing my weight, which also uh, made me make some bad health choices. So one of the things that we have to look at is identifying what are some of our bad healthy habits. When we have an emotional 
issue or a problem, it may be the easiest thing to do is to grab something in your medicine, in your um, refrigerator or in your cabinet. You want to grab that because you want to get that instant gratification now. The IGN is what I call it. You want something to help and soothe that negative pain that you feel. So we have a problem with pain, and we're trying to soothe ourselves from that. Okay. Um, it's really important that we, we follow a, a, better, a better way to deal with it. And I'll be giving you those tips later on. Um, now, some of the triggers, like we said, include relationship conflicts, work stress, fatigue, financial pressures, loss of loved one, health problems. Now, we don't often deal with this pain very effectively, which leads us to these issues. Um, our emotions come back to us as in the form of guilt. So a lot of times we have a lot of guilt because we, we tried something like weight loss, and now we've kind of given in to something that's happening to us. So one of the things we have to do is learn how to find healthy coping skills. And if you've always used food as a means to an end in the sense of getting rid of that pain, then that's where you have to start. You have to take notice of that. And a lot of times we don't um, because we want, like I said, we want that instant gratification. So it's really important that we identify that and look to each day to try to reduce our tendency or inclination to actually do such a thing. Um, and, and the way we do that is by, first tip says, making a food diary. Identifying certain foods that you eat and certain foods that you tend to eat more when something is painful or problematic to you. That That is one of the things you want to do. When you write things down, you really want to identify that. And when you keep that, you identify what foods do you eat when you're feeling down, angry, lonely, tired, whatever the case is. You want to understand the connection that you have between your mood and the foods that you eat. So there is a psychology of this emotional eating behavior. Once we identify uh our vulnerabilities when it comes to eating, we can then become more stronger in, in allowing ourselves to, to get better at this. Um, the second thing is very important, it's the second tip, is taming your stress. If your stress contributes to your emotional eating, you need to try to find a stress management technique, um, something like yoga, meditation, or deep breathing. When you get the urge to eat because you're in pain, you have to ask yourself, I need to change that. I need to stop that right now. So you need to look at something that's considered a healthy distraction. So if you were to take a brisk walk for 20 minutes, instead of going and getting something that is in your cabinet that could force you to eat, let's say you had um, cupcakes or uh, some other candies or other things that that would entice you, um, of course, you would want to remove all those things. So when you're taking your food diary and writing things down, you probably want to ask yourself, why do I even have these things in the house to begin with? So you kind of eliminate some of the accessibility that you might have to things that are going to make you behave in such a way, very similarly to addictions, um, not having access to 
um, alcohol or drugs, uh, that would help. Um, so in taming your stress, you need to be consistent with these activities. So if you do, in, in fact, take upon yoga, uh, you walk, maybe you jog every day, um, how consistently are you doing these activities? And are you doing them in, in such a way where it limits your uh, thought pattern to go towards foods or to uh, emotionally eat? Um, the other, number three, is having a hunger reality check. Is your hunger physical or emotional? So when you are in that situation, is it physical or emotional? So it's very important that you uh, figure this out. Uh, a lot of times say it's emotional. Um, it is physical in some cases, but a lot of people say it's emotional. I know for me it was very emotional. Uh, when I was going through the difficulties of uh, my mother with Alzheimer's, I would tend to eat a lot more and then would realize I was doing it and I had to stop doing that very quickly and would not utilize those foods that do that. So I'd have to remove those things. Um, so keep doing that. The other is um, just remember you're doing this to numb yourself, uh, to remove yourself from the pain. One of the things we have to do is actually I, um, see this pain head on. So whatever it is emotionally that you're dealing with, you have to really take a serious look at it and say, I need to look at this and instead of running away from it. So a lot of times we can run away from something of pain. You want to go away from pain and closer to pleasure. So pleasure becomes the food. So if you were to say pain versus pleasure, the pain that you're feeling gets helped by the food because the food is instant gratification, and that's what we humans like to do. We like to have things that are instant, um, and that's what happens, so we tend to do that. The other is, do you have support? So the fourth, the fourth um, tip today is, do you get support? Are you more likely to give in to your emotional eating if you lack a good support system? The answer is yes, sometimes. Um, for most people, if they don't have people around them helping them to stay away from certain foods or stay away from certain things and encouraging them to talk about their problems a little bit more and hopefully becoming a sounding board for those individuals who are having this problem, um, that helps. So being there as a support or being supported is extremely important. I can't tell you enough. Um, there are people that go to support groups for things. So if you had a, um, a depression, are you going to a support group for depression? Um, do you have an addiction? Are you going to a self-help group? Or are you talking to your counselor? Are you talking to a therapist to help you with certain things? Um, if you're having a relationship problem, are you talking to a relationship expert? Um, there are times where, you know, some of these things that I'm talking about may not work, and you're going to have to go to a professional uh, to talk about these things because they – are the ones that are going to consistently help you uh, where you may fail to do so because uh, you're not asking the right questions to yourself. So that professional is a valuable tool because they ask you the questions that you wouldn't ask yourself by your lonesome. So the other uh, tip number five is fighting boredom. Instead of snacking when you're not hungry, distract yourself and substitute it with a healthier snack. For instance, what I did is if I had the inclination to have a cake or so, I would try to look for a fruit in the house. If not, I would actually go out and buy it. So I'd actually take myself out of the house and do that. That's how I lost 55 pounds in one instant, and then another time I lost 15 pounds on the 24-day challenge, which I'll talk about later if that's fun. Um, the, um, so taking a walk, watching a movie, playing with 
uh, your animals, listening to music, reading, surfing the Internet, doing something that's completely physically that distracts you from wanting to eat at that moment. Sometimes drinking water will actually take away that, that craving. Um, number six, taking away temptation. Now, are you keeping those things that are irresistible to have in your house? Are you keeping them too close? Like if you have kids, you're probably going to have to make them have healthy foods too. So if they have a tendency to have cupcakes and uh, Twinkies and things in the house, you may have to get them to eat some healthier foods so that they're not so tempting to you. So take away the, the idea of, um, of being wanting that food. So, for instance, um, postponing uh, that thought is not having it in your, in your cupboard, as they say, not having things that will make you want to eat those things. Um, number eight. Don't deprive yourself. A lot of times people tend to deprive themselves, especially when they're trying to lose weight. Um, you may limit calories too much and eat the same foods repeatedly, which causes you to get bored in your diet. So look at your variety of foods, but also understanding that this may serve a risk for you to have food cravings and become more emotional and want to eat stuff that may not be on your diet. Um, now, what you want to do is look for more satisfying and healthier foods um, enjoy occasional treat once in a while, but be careful of um, what that could do to you. So you want to definitely make it a variety of foods available to yourself, um, things that are healthy. So fruits, um, other snacks that don't require to, uh, to put you at a loss. Um, number nine, snack healthy. If you feel the urge to eat between meals, choose um, a fresh fruit, an apple, a banana, um, vegetables with low-fat dips. Some people may have carrots with peanut butter or something. Um, unbuttered popcorn. Uh, Low-calorie versions of your favorite foods. See if you can satisfy your craving doing these kinds of things. So that's number nine. And number ten, learn from your setbacks. If you have an episode of emotional eating, Forgive yourself. It's not the end of the world. It's something that can be easily corrected with effort on your part. Try to learn from the experience that you've done where you went off your diet. Don't think of it as a complete loss. Just think of it as a temporary, unfortunate event. Focus on the positive changes you've made thus far and not worry about making this one little mistake right now. It's something that is part of the process. Um, so give yourself credit for making this change of changing your lifestyle. So remember, folks, when you're losing weight or doing something different, it's a lifestyle change. It's really not the behavior that's so much different. It's what did the behavior do for your overall health. So it's really important to identify that as an important uh, situation. So in order to improve our, our eating habits, we have to understand what it is our goals are all about. What are we trying to accomplish? What are we trying to do? And are we doing something every single day that allows us to be healthy every day? So, again, those are the 10. Let me reiterate the 10 steps or the 10 goal tips that I had to help you with your weight loss and getting back on track. Number one is keep a food diary or journal. Number two, tame your stress. Number three, have a hunger reality check. Number four, get support from people you know. Number five, fight boredom. Number six, take away temptation in your home. Number seven, don't deprive yourself. Number eight, 
snack healthy. Number nine, uh, I'm sorry, snack healthy. And then number 10, learn from setbacks. Um, these are all factors that can help you with that emotional eating. Um, it's very, very important. Um, so one of the things I want to talk to you about is there was a program I was on. It was called a 24-day challenge, and it helps you to identify lifestyle changes. It's a program that helps you lose weight in 24 days. It challenges you to make some necessary changes that you need to make on your every day. Um, and following the program, it allows you to make the necessary steps to learn about nutrition and learn about some of the behavior patterns that you engaged in that brought weight gain to you. Uh, one of the things I learned from the process was what I was putting into my body. So now that I've been gone, I have gone through the process, I really learned that I don't need to drink soda. I don't need coffee as much. Um, I don't uh, need to eat some of the other things. When I learned that some of the foods that I was eating contribute to my cravings. So if I had a lot of carbohydrates, it tends to make me very fatigued. And then um, the program I was on provided me with supplements that allowed me to uh, further along my health and filled in the gaps where I didn't have before. So when I was able to stay away from certain carbohydrates and include more fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, and foods not high in fat into my diet, that helped me to uh, identify a much better health and healthier lifestyle. So uh, feel free to look into that. Help me, uh, I can help you and coach you with that program. Um, I lost 14 and a half pounds and about six inches off my waist uh, in that period of time and continuing to uh, utilize the supplements and help me out with that. Um, you can feel free to get in touch with me. I could be found on Facebook at Getting Healthy Today. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, too, where I have different videos uh, talking about that. Uh, next week, uh, we're going to talk about the question, why supplements? Why use them? What is the purpose? There's been a lot of discussion whether supplements do help you or not, if they're even necessary. Um, but next week, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the importance of um, at least uh, being open to that idea. Uh, so supplements have helped me and can help you uh, with your healthy uh, behaviors. Um, many, many things uh, about health it's basically your attitude. You have to have a specific attitude in, uh, in your journey. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs. It's not always easy um, because, of course, there's a lot of distractions and a lot of temptations. Um, I know that it was difficult for me when I would go to a restaurant trying to identify foods that um, I could eat uh, because I was so used to eating a certain food. And um, you, you tend to have habits that creep up. So things that you used to eat that you really see now that they're not really healthy for you, it's hard to get rid of those habits because they're so ingrained in you. So there definitely is a strong psychology to this idea of emotional eating. It's not just stop eating that food and that's it. it. It's really identifying how your mind is affected by what you've done in the past because I've said this before, is um, the idea is conditioning. Um, if you were to get up every morning, and eat your food at a certain time, get, uh, take a shower at a certain time, get yourself um, freshened up, you know, shave, whatever, uh, 
all those activities that you do on an everyday level become a conditioned or ingrained response in you, and you're doing it over and over again. If you tie your shoe, if I were to say, hey, tie your shoe right now, which, which foot would you put you go to first, your left or your right? If you go to your right or you go to your left, that indicates that that's what you were conditioned to. Maybe when you first started to learn how to tie your shoe, you went to your right foot because you're right foot. You're right-sided. You know, you're a right-handed or right uh, or left-handed person. You go to your left foot. Um, these are things that are habits that form and are consistent in your everyday routine. So, unfortunately, we have to break the cycle of these bad habits that have contributed to some of your problems with emotional eating. So, we have to think of it in a holistic approach. We have to think about the psychological aspects, um, some physical aspects, um, maybe some of your pain that you're enduring. If you have back pain, um, this could be a contributing factor to unfortunate emotional eating because the pain is so severe that you maybe are running out of medication and you want to do something just to relieve the pain. You may take a food that does that. Um, socially, you may have relationships that cause you pain, and the pain is so bad that you may not have somebody to talk to right away. So you are suffering, and then that suffering you find food because it's the most available to you. So we have to think about it from that perspective, that things are available to you, and that's why we go to them. So if we don't provide healthier solutions around us, then we're going to make some poor choices. So it's really important to see that. The other is behavioral, as I said today, uh, behavioral patterns that you must and always identify while you're going through a process. When you identify certain bad habits that you do, and you do it on a consistent level, you have to disrupt that behavior um, when you go to start your, your new behavior, your new ha- healthier lifestyle. So you have to identify that behavior. Um, your environment. Your environment, if you live in an, uh, an environment that has drive-by shootings, um, has things in it that are very stressful, if your landlord doesn't take care of a, of a rodent problem or a roach problem, this is something that causes stress within you. Um, those are things that cause you to maybe eat more than you normally eat because they're so immediate and there's no resolve. The fact that sometimes we don't have an immediate solution to something also triggers us to be emotional eaters. Um, The other is um, spiritually. Maybe you're not happy with yourself. You're not spiritually uh, connected to maybe God or some other uh, higher power source or something else that fulfills your life in some way, your purpose you may tend to do that as well. So a lot of times if we have depression, anxiety, or some other psychological problem, that also can trigger us to doing that. Um, So these are just some of the things that I would like you to keep in mind when you're looking at this topic of emotional eating. Um, Feel free to check this out later on the replay. But like I said, those five different elements, psychological, physical, so knowing about your physical elements, if you have any physical problems, that could actually do that to you, Uh, social issues that you may go through, relationship issues, um, behavioral issues, and environmental issues are all factors that influence our behavior and influence our our need to be emotional eaters. Um, So today's program, I hope that all of you have gotten tremendous value. Feel free to, uh, like I said, come out and reach out to me at Facebook at Getting Healthy Today, where I provide you all kinds of um, inspirational quotes and things to try to help you out. Um, Also, feel free to check me out on iTunes, where you can see other episodes, including this one, shortly after this one's done. Um, Next week, 
I'll be going on at 11.30 to 12 again, and we'll talk about why supplements, and we'll talk about some other things possibly. Um, feel free to tell your friends and family, share this uh, broadcast with them as well. And if you have any questions or if you want to write to me about future topics of interest that you would like me to talk about, um, please feel free to come and talk to me, okay? Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great day speaking with you. I hope you got back, like I said, again, and hope to see you next week uh, in the show. Thanks again for coming to Getting Healthy Today, impacting people's lives. I hope I've continued to impact your life and every day after that. All right, it's been a pleasure. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe and be merry. All right, take care.